Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Deuteronomy. Now, last time we read Deuteronomy chapter 1, and that was a recap of the Exodus, from the Exodus getting to uh, the Promised Land, and then that first generation, how they were afraid to enter the Promised Land. They didn't trust God. They didn't believe God. And so they never entered the Promised Land. And now we're ready to read Deuteronomy chapter 2. And this is going to be about their wanderings in the wilderness. So this is Deuteronomy chapter 2. I am reading in the Amplified Bible. Then we turned and set out for the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea, just as the Lord had told me. And we circled Mount Seir for many days. And the Lord spoke to me, saying, You have circled this mountain long enough. Turn northward and command the people, saying, You are passing through the territory of your brothers, the sons of Esau, the Edomites, who live in Seir, and they will be afraid of you. So be very careful. Do not provoke them, for I will not give you any of their land, not even as little as a footstep, because I have given Mount Seir to Esau as a possession. You shall buy food from them with money, so that you may have something to eat, and you shall also buy water from them with money, so that you may have something to drink. For the Lord your God has blessed you in all that you have done. He has known about your wanderings through this great wilderness, These forty years the Lord your God has been with you. You have lacked nothing. So we passed beyond our brothers, the sons of Esau, who lived in Seir, away from the Arabah wilderness road, away from Aloth and from Ezion-Geber. Then we turned and passed through by the way of the wilderness of Moab. And the Lord said to me, Do not harass the descendants of Moab, nor provoke them to war. For I will not give you any of their land as a possession, because I have given Ar to the sons, Moab and Ammon, of Lot as a possession. The Ammon lived there in times past, a people great and numerous as tall as the Anakim. These also were regarded as Rephim, an ancient people, as are the Anakim, but the Moabites called them Imam. The Horites also used to live in Seir, but the sons of Esau dispossessed them. They destroyed them from before them and settled in their place, just as Israel did in the land which the Lord gave them as their possession. Now arise and cross the valley of the Zered, So we crossed the Zered Valley. Now thirty-eight years passed from the time we left Kadesh Barnea until we crossed the Zered Valley, until that entire generation of the men of war had died from within the camp, just as the Lord had sworn to them. Moreover, the hand of the Lord was against them to destroy them from within the camp until they were all dead. So it came about when all the men of war had finally died from among the people that the Lord spoke to me, saying, 
Today you are to pass through Ar, the border of Moab. When you come opposite the territory of the sons of Ammon, do not harass them nor provoke them, for I will not give you any of the land of the sons of Ammon as a possession, because I have given it to the sons of Lot as a possession. It is also regarded as the land of the Rephaim, of giant stature, for Rephaim used to live there, but the Ammonites called them Zamzumim, a great numerous people, and tall as the Anakim. But the Lord destroyed them before the sons of Ammon, and they dispossessed them and settled in their place, just as he did for the sons of Esau who live in Seir, when he destroyed the Horites from before them, and the sons of Esau the Edomites dispossessed them and settled in their place, and remain there even to this day. As for the Avam who lived in villages as far as Gaza, the Kaphtorim, Cretans, later Philistines, who came from Kaphtor, Crete, destroyed them and settled in their place. Now arise, continue on, and go through the valley of the Arnon. Look, I have handed over to you Sihon the Amorite king of Heshbon and his land. Begin, take possession of it, and fight with him in battle. This day I will begin to put the dread and the fear of you on the peoples, pagans, under the whole heaven. Who, when they hear the reports about you, will tremble and be in anguish because of you. So I sent messengers from the wilderness of Kedemoth to Sihon king of Heshbon with words of peace, saying, Let me pass through your land with my people. I will travel with them only on the highway. I will not turn away to the right or to the left. You will sell me food for money, so that I along with my people will eat, and you will give me water for money, so that I along with my people will drink. Only let me and my people travel through the land on foot. Just as the sons of Esau who live in Seir and the Moabites who live in Ar did for me until I crossed the Jordan into the land which the Lord our God is giving us. But Sihon, king of Heshbon, was not willing for us to travel through his land. For the Lord your God hardened his spirit and made his heart obstinate, in order to hand him over to you as he is today. The Lord said to me, Look, I have begun to hand over to you Sihon and his land. Begin, take possession of it, so that you may possess his land. Then at Jehaz, Sihon and all his people came out to meet us in battle. So the Lord our God handed him over to us and gave us the victory, and we defeated him and his sons and all his people. At the same time, we took all his cities and utterly destroyed every city, men, women, and children. We left no survivor. We took only the cattle as plunder for ourselves and the spoil of the cities which we had captured. For Aurora, which is on the edge of the Arnon Valley, and from 
the city which is in the valley as far as Gilead, there was no city whose wall was too high and too strong for us. The Lord our God handed over everything to us. Only you did not go near the land of the sons of Ammon all along the river, Jabbok, and the cities of the hill country, and wherever the Lord our God had forbidden us. So this is a brief summary, really, of the wanderings in the wilderness they had until they got to that point where all those, all that previous generation had died away. Now notice, in the verse here, it said when the men of war, so it was the men who were responsible because they were the ones who had been too afraid to go into the promised land and possess it. So, in in the verse here, let me let me find that real fast. All right, so it is verse fourteen. Now, thirty eight years passed from the time we left Kadesh Barnea until we crossed the Zered Valley, until that entire generation of the men of war had died from within the camp, just as the Lord had sworn to them. So. At that point, these men of war who were supposed to go and possess the land but did not do so and did not believe and trust the Lord, they had died away. So that was the generation, and here this is a bit more specific than what we had read, I believe, in the previous text, which was just that that generation was going to die away. But here it makes it more clear that it was the men of war who did not believe and did not go into the promised land. So that makes sense because they were the ones that were supposed to go in and possess it. So it's uh, interesting to see that, but it's also good to see that. It kind of reinforces, too, who bears responsibility um, as a whole. While in modern days, some people may look at it in a bad way that the man is counted as the head of the household, the man bears the responsibility, though. See, and that's another thing. In modern days, we kind of, I think we kind of play with and change around, and sometimes we pretend the woman bears that responsibility. But truthfully, in in Christianity, uh, between a man and a woman, a man should bear that ultimate responsibility for the family and for the decisions being made, especially along lines like this. I know that at the same time, sometimes the woman knows better than the man. Sometimes your wife is going to know things better than you do, and and you need to kind of allow for that and just say, well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with whatever you think because you know better. So I'm not trying to be all, you know, negative against listening to each other and having that conversation and, and doing those things correctly. I'm not against that at all. But ultimately, the ultimate responsibility does rest on the man, especially in a spiritual sense here. So it's good to be aware of that and take that into account, especially we men, we need to take that into account and realize that we bear that ultimate responsibility. It's not fair to push that off on someone else, on the woman or or on a child even. It's 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 your responsibility as the man. So that's one thing we can take away from this. Plus, All these things that's being recounted and all these things they're going through and the battles they go through, all these things are to 
encourage this new generation, to encourage them and embolden them and strengthen them so when it's time to go in and possess the land, they will be ready. So that's the idea of this kind of review and recapping of things that have come before is to strengthen them and prepare them for what's to come. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.